0: Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast of the best shows on TV. And I'm Zach. This is Cash. And we are going to be hitting the wonderful Outsiders, the new show from the WGN America. By the way, I have never watched a show on WGN. Have you ever seen it? I
1: didn't even know WGN was a network.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Let me tell you, I went through my cable channels. And I was like, I'm at like 700, 800, i am like, where in the Sam Hill is Didn't this a WGM?
1: When you I told me about the Outsiders, I was four. looking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And when I found it was Channel 4, I, was, I just thought it was a bunch of replays. Every time I see it, it's like person of interest, old
0: episode. I know. Elementary. Run, infomercial, da, 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 all of a sudden it's WGM. And so I'm going to go ahead and say this now. Just because of the channel it's on, I was impressed by the what level that it came out with. Absolutely. I mean
1: – and what they got away with.
0: No doubt. So bottom line is, you know, I'm starting my brother, you know, I usually pod with as well. Uh, he, him and I have always said that TV is going to take over movies. Absolutely. Cause right now, TV is just rocking. And so I think these other channels have figured it out that if they come up with some dynamic original material like amc and fx of them are doing mm-hmm. in our in hbo and so that they're gonna be they're gonna realize they can they got a cash cow waiting on them because that's what people are thirsting for
1: that's all we want is a weekly entertainment to take us away
0: absolutely you ain't got to pay ten dollars for a ticket as well as five dollars for popcorn
1: where are you getting five dollar popcorn <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh yeah, yeah yeah anyway talking about old uh, outsiders um I was excited about this show. As soon as, you know, I will tell you that I didn't know it was coming. Uh, Facebook and Twitter and uh, Girl and Patty and a few others kind of led me on that because we were talking about Ryan Hurst. We really missed the Opie character from Sons yeah. of Anarchy. And uh, they were telling us how that he is part of a new project for WGN called the Outsiders. And I was like, well, I'll just kind of check it out. And I found the, the promo online and wow.
1: The promo really sold the show.
0: It did. It really did. You know, I love it. It's grainy. I love that it has kind of gray filter and everything. There's no true color to anything. It reminds me of so many different shows. I mean, I can name five shows right now that it mocks.
1: Yeah, it blends a lot of shows together, and it does a really good job of it.
0: There's no doubt. I mean, let's think about it. First of all, the first show that comes to my mind is, okay, first of all, we're in Kentucky mountains. so exactly. Justified's got to be up there. That was the, top. the
1: first thing I thought of was, you know. the, was the second or third season where they went to the Kentucky clan.
0: Yeah. Exactly, um, and then the the dark kind of rough, grainy, like especially with the night seems like that. That kind of reminds me of some of the FX stuff, you know, the shield. Uh, even Sons of Anarchy sometimes was that way.
1: I'm getting a very Sons of Anarchy vibe, obviously because oh, Opie's yeah. in it. Well, I mean, but then yeah. you got the whole clan. I see that as a motorcycle. Now guns are coming into play.
0: Not, not only that, I mean, think about this. You got. Where it's a clan that's led, yes, and this in the original episode, of course, it's led by an older woman. Da da da, you know, uh, but the Brennan of the, or the David family, David Morris. You know, he's he's ready to be the leader and does what he has to do to become the leader. And it, it so much reminds me of Clay from Sons of Anarchy. just about, you know, you got a little bit older, codger who's one of the control, wants to do it his own way, leads his band of you know outlaws the way he does,
1: and completely changes the dynamic of the family
0: it does and so on and and so it was very reminiscent of that and so i really really feel like this show is trying to model after a lot of what's been successful for other networks and just honing in on that you know cash cow right now um but like i said i i thought the acting across the board was really good i could i can't ping out i can't pick out a single actor i can go yeah they blew that you know in my opinion. I don't know. You maybe you saw somebody who was kind of like
1: Nyee. the only person who I thought was, I don't think it was he did a bad job acting. I just thought he got a bad part was the sheriff. He just doesn't fit yet.
0: Yeah, I, I really feel like we're going to know why he's kind of off later. I think he's connected to some old history to this mountain and the in the farals. And that's going to emerge. I mean, he's a loner. He looks like he's on meth, you know, or he's an alcoholic or whatever. He's sweaty. You know, he's got the, you know, the Burt Reynolds mustache, you know. It's a great stash. I mean, I mean that's keeping uh,
1: him alive for an extra three episodes, at least.
0: <laughs> you know, and so those kind of things, I think, it's one of those characters we're going to learn more about and so we're going to appreciate. Um, but I'm going to tell you something else that really impressed me. How about an hour – basically commercial free
1: unheard of for a, even for WGN to run a show with no commercials for an hour. I have no idea how they did it. Cause I mean, even Fox didn't do it in its heyday.
0: I call that, you know, putting all your eggs in the basket. I mean, that and is, I liked it. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was like, all right, next commercial, I'm going to the restroom. I'm like, all right, we're 40 minutes in. What the heck? You know? And wow. You know? So, uh,
1: there wasn't really that many lulls in the whole 50 minutes either.
0: No, the, the show flowed the, you know, it didn't go too fast. It didn't go too slow. I think that there were some parts I was kind of like, eh, but they're doing a lot of setup. I mean, this is a full season. They're getting things out there and you can tell from the previews coming up that they're really going to get action packed and they're really going to kind of go to where this is going to get hard.
1: It's going to be high intensity throughout the entire season. Like it's going to be jacked up to 11. I feel by episode three.
0: Yeah, I I'm right there with you. Um, you know, the the show starts off, of course, you know, it was kind of a strange beginning. Um, and I feel like this character is going to become mainly your prominent character. I was kind of surprised by this is that, you know, you have this guy in the city who wants to commit suicide. And then we see these wolves. I'm not a fan of the wolves. I'm not a fan of this. The, the
1: premonition. It's very yeah. premonition. The,
0: the magic hocus pocus, all that kind of stuff in my mind it just erodes at the chemistry and the reality of the show that what really makes me enjoy it yeah you know I mean I was a huge Sons of Anarchy fan and all the mystical stuff of uh, a woman in a cloak and it's time and you know all the religious references and da 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 I understand it but sometimes it was just a touch much you know for me Um, and I, I I got a lot of people who agree with me on that but this one you know coming out with the the wolves and the You could see a
1: lot of the things coming, like with the little boy. As soon as he wanted to go on that first run, I knew he wasn't going to make it through the episode.
0: Yeah, and you know that's that. That reminds me of so many different shows and movies where you know the tag Mm -hmm. along who gets led along, and he's the one who gets hurt or killed. Um, And so that was kind of like, yeah, I wish they hadn't gone that route. But and it didn't have much consequence. Even when that happened in the episode, you know, it was kind of like, okay, we're burying him, moving on. You know? It just
1: allowed Big Burrows, is that, is that who he is? Big Fosters, Big Foster, Big, yes, Foster, Big Foster, Foster, Foster to put more blame on somebody else because he is taking zero responsibility for anything right now. Right, you know, which David Morris, I
0: love him as an actor. Kylie's been in so many great things. This isn't a show. Yeah. You
1: know, for me personally.
0: Yeah, and I've heard that. And when I was talking to my brother about it, he kind of mentioned that he felt like he was the the odd man out of this entire thing. But I really feel like this episode was designed to make him feel like the bad guy that you're not supposed to like. And so I feel like there's got to be something
1: redemptive to him later on.
0: I don't. I, he can't not. He can't be the antagonist of the clan the entire time. If it is, I'm gonna be disappointed.
1: That's not even the real main problem for me. It's he gained like 40 pounds. It looks like he just looks fat. He doesn't look comfortable in his body, and the skull cap with the hair. It it's not working for me.
0: Well, the hair has never been a fan because ever since we saw Mature Detective, you know. The second season is him being up there as this monk or religious. I mean, it was it, it wasn't it wasn't doing it for me then, and now it's kind of yeah. I, I'm not feeling it either. But like I said, I still feel like I have hope for him. He's a great actor. I'm excited he's on the show. And I'm looking forward to see where his character will go. Now, yeah,
1: I'll be really surprised if he doesn't have a couple scenes later on in the show where he leads the family to victory, where he's going to give them one or two of these battles by himself.
0: And I agree with that. You know, he's going he's going to have to have some moments where he's right. Even exactly. Though the entire first episode, it seems like he was making bad decision after bad decision after.
1: bad Oh, decision. he didn't do a single thing right.
0: Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was not a. He you know he was over. In the he part.
1: didn't even kill his mother. She's still yeah, alive. Yeah, was
0: that not kind of like, I was like, the whole, the crow crying and flying off, is, I thought that was like her spirit leaving, and that was, you know, she's dead as a hammer.
1: No. No, just sitting in bed, waiting to get a little bit more wine.
0: Yeah, that was a misstep. I, I didn't get that at all. But, okay, so when we first meet the Pharaohs on the mountain, they're up there, and it's evidently you know, Big Foster, Little Foster, they're fighting each other, punching each other, pretty pretty legit little fight scene
1: there it, the fighting isn't there yet
0: yeah well i mean the realism for what it looked like they were doing i give them kudos for that you know and you get to see them doing their dancing and they're showing them doing the moonshine and their feral wine and all that you know and so did the did the scene look realistic if you felt like these people have lived on the mountain their entire life did they looked the apart
1: everyone looked apart the, the costumes look good and I've watched a couple of the moon signing shows, and even that looked very reali- realistic.
0: Yeah, I think the attention to detail was on point. I think they didn't want to misstep. Um, you know, I didn't even talk about it. What did you think of the intro? Because the intro made me think a lot of True Detective and a, a mix of a couple of things, but, you know, the flashes and the mystery and the swirling.
1: It was very dark, and I was ready for him to commit suicide. <laughs> I was very surprised they didn't end up pulling the trigger. Yeah. I was actually a little disappointed.
0: Yeah, I mean that could, that's the way to start with the bang, you know. But literally, was, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, evidently he was somebody who left the clan a long time ago, went to try to have a real life, and then now he's come back.
1: Um, I'm excited to find out what he didn't like about the real world. What brought him back to where he wanted to come live in the mountains and suffer the consequence that he knew he was going to have to face at some point.
0: True that. I mean. I guess the world of convenience wasn't for him. I, just, I don't know, you know.
1: Maybe he had a bad Amish experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But the, of course, the premise of course is now, you know, which is uh, justified season. I can't remember it was all about them trying to get this land for coal mining, and so we're 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 regurgitating that kind of storyline. Mm-hmm. Get these people off this mountain, and the. Uh, We meet the suits, and we meet the sheriff, and we meet the new the under sheriff. And you know, like I said, we thought he was on crack or meth or something. You know, he just he doesn't look healthy by any means.
1: No, and he's very protective of the ferals, which is is interesting. That's
0: why I say he's got a history, and so evidently, like, and he spit out a little bit about it. You know, like people went up there, people died. You know, this is what happened. You don't realize who you're dealing with. You know, it's not worth it.
1: And I liked how he was telling that, but I didn't like the suits just having zero comprehension of it. it is just like no, well there it's a billion million. dollar thing we need our land right now
0: yeah and your job to take care of that yeah you know and which yeah i mean that's just it is what it is as i say um of course you know they're they don't have a fees they get on their four wheelers go down there and run to the run to the grocery store cool it's different i get it that was an interesting three scene. hours on a four-wheeler
1: Where, where's the gas
0: i mean really I that was kind of a thought that went my mind. was like, where do they get
1: their fuel from? And it looks like they're using quite a things with fuel. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so that that was a big plot hole. Yeah.
0: But to the, you know to the average person, I can see where they're like, what does it matter? You know what I mean? But it matters to me. I'm I'm, I'm it, I, if you go that level of detail for the moonshine, and you go that level of detail for the way they look and how they do their stuff and everything else. Then show me a giant fuel reserve that you've robbed. Show me a gas truck that you you know you took something or you know you constantly rip off a gas something yeah. you know.
1: Because six hours, I need that four wheeler.
0: Dang right. Yes, that that thing's a machine.
1: And then I was very interested that they made is it Shelly Ann that she's black, and that was the only black character that we saw throughout the entire show, entire show. Yeah,
0: that was the solo, you know, solo character. And I wasn't picking up on the whole, you're pretty, you single, date thing. You know what I mean?
1: No. There was zero reason for her to be interested in him. And then she he went with the normal thing, I like your hair.
0: For everybody there to show so much fear, like they know who the Pharaohs are, and she's just completely
1: oblivious. She just moved in yesterday.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was it just didn't jive. There, Like I said, that's another one of those, like, Really?
1: The you whole know? first run was kind of a flop. Yeah. Uh now that we're poking every hole into it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean yeah, you kind of judged it. But all right, so the main premise of course with this clan is is that the woman is supposed to, the older woman is supposed to be giving up her staff. I guess the, the staff represents the, fo- the power, the authority. And the evidently the younger brother is uh, Little Farrell, you know, or Big Foster and Little Foster, like that. The guy who's in the cage who came back didn't commit suicide. Asa,
1: I think, is his name.
0: Okay, what is his relation?
1: I think he's just part of the family. I don't think they say there's he any was, blood
0: relation, like direct. Like
1: I think they're all blood related. Well,
0: yeah, I mean that obvious, but I'm talking about like, do you think he's like an actual
1: brother? To I the think he's just a cousin. Okay, just so he's a lower just rank. Guy. Okay.
0: I, I, yeah, I didn't get a relation, so I, I wasn't sure on it. but Because
1: um, he was with Little Foster's woman.
0: Right, before Little Foster had her.
1: Yeah, he had her, and then he left, and she went to Little Foster.
0: Right, and so you can, you can obviously see that's going to be a setup for problems down the road.
1: Absolutely.
0: It did surprise me that Ryan Hurst is not more of a major character. Little Foster... You know, I, just, I
1: think he's going to be a bit, pretty main character when it's all said and done. He's a general giant who is ready to explode.
0: Yeah, but like when you do the credits, he's like sixth or seventh name. I mean, he's not even top bill. It just really kind of surprised me.
1: I think he's going to explode later on. Like he, He's what brought us all in, and they're not going to let him get wasted away. It's just they want to build everybody up.
0: I hope you're right because, dang it, one of the reasons I want to watch the show is because of Opie
1: absolutely <laughs> so he looks like opie in the show and oh, that's well, exciting. He, didn't
0: to, he didn't have to change nothing mm-hmm. no you just keep your hair you're good um so the old woman doesn't go up her staff everybody's in kind of a little bit of disbelief but then i'll get over it because i got wine all except for david Morris, big foster he's not happy about this um you know, that's like what I said. This is where you turn that ugly, you know, the ugly cheek, and he wants to do his thing. And,
1: and I thought it was great having him just sit in the background with a jug to himself, looking at the staff the entire t- party. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: You yeah, know, this would stick. To, it is everything to somebody. Um, I did like the whole symbolism. You know, when somebody walks in, they bow and do their, their hand gestures. They do this like that like it shows a level of respect and commitment. I thought that was kind of cool that they're not just all wild animals. There is an hierarchy. There is a, you know, there is a pecking order. Yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. Uh, the, the party scene, you know, the almost completely nude scene. They just did an amazing job with the shadowing.
1: It was beautiful.
0: You know, um, I thought that, I mean, they really went for it on a lot of stuff. I mean, the wood structure that looked like a wolf they burned. Uh. I'm
1: excited to see what WGN's going to do later on. Because if right. they're giving us this much on the first episode, they're showing us that they're willing to push the limits.
0: There's no doubt. Now, I will say I was getting, I was giggling a little bit at the musicians at the party.
1: But I love the music. I don't know what they were singing. I think they were just making noises. But yeah. the banjo, the drum. But I'm
0: going to tell you now, the, the, the speaker quality that was coming out of that little deal, <laughs> it, it The, the little carpet. box. It was clean. You know, you, you just didn't think of rough hillbilly folks producing yeah. that And level. where's that
1: electricity coming from?
0: I'm with you. You know, I mean, of course, they had these little generators and you can hear the gas running and you, they show the scenes of the light flickering and, you know, the juice. More fuel, yep. you know. Um, Three hours away. <laughs> I, mean, they, I mean, they must have a sieve. There's a stream of water on this side and a stream of gasoline. But um, like I said, they they took a lot of time to show you the detail that they went into to show that this was authentic. Kudos on that. Really appreciated that. Um, and then, of course, you think things go haywire. You know, you find out there's going to be a love triangle issue. You know, David Morrissey goes to kill his mama, evidently fails. Um, they they decide to go get guns, kind of has trouble, we lose the, the, the little boy, you know, it was all kind of a setup, you know, did you get the vibe he was bringing him down there to shoot him in the back for grabbing a TV so he could be the setup, you know, the fall yeah. guy.
1: So, they set that up well, then the little boy started screaming and then magic of TV, Ace is gone.
0: Yeah, and so, uh, that was good. Loved the gun violence, you know, did think it was kinda of weird that you have three guys step onto the street and they're shooting at a massive Chevy truck and the only bullet holes I saw was like one or two in the glass.
1: Yeah, and the windshield. And how is an old man in Kentucky such a bad shot? Yeah. That's uh, how he survived.
0: Well well evidently his his final pot shot's what killed the boy in the back of the truck. You know.
1: It's always the last shot. We don't try. know,
0: because they didn't show it. You know, you just you pulled over later, and he, you know, he's dead as a hammer in the back of It feels of the like
1: 10 miles down the road, they finally realized the little boy was dead.
0: Yeah, which was tough. You know, I mean, I kind of hated that, you know, because uh, I felt like it was going to have major consequence. I thought it was going to be like, how are you going to explain this? Because you were out doing something you shouldn't have been doing. It did
1: set up with that vibe, and then like you said, there's just the funeral, and Big Fo- Foster is...
0: Like, whatever, you know.
1: How dare you be here? He leaves his favorite grandson's funeral to go yell at two people.
0: Yeah, I just, I, it was.
1: It actually gave him more power. There was negative consequences in this happening.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um, the uh, We get the whole scenario of the two kids buying dope in the city. The cop, you know, of course, he pulled them over, you know. Don't be buying here. Give me your, give me your goods. I was like, yeah, he's about to roll him up a doobie himself. You know, absolutely. And of course, he didn't show it. You know, um, and I said, well, there's a reason they've shown this, and they've shown this drug dealer, and they made the connection. You know, you guy comes back down to pick up on the black girl again, and they had they this introduced money conversation. You know.
1: Right. There's nothing make, that really works between them, but I'm intrigued to see where that relationship goes because I feel yeah. like well, it's previews, going to break them off.
0: The previews make it look like it get, it gets, it gets serious.
1: serious. I mean, he was jumping around like a spider monkey. I was excited to see him fight the older brother.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting.
1: Um, now, what do you think's in this wine that's making people go a little bit stir crazy? You know, because he was puking up. It looked like his intestines or something. Yeah. There was
0: chunks. Homeboy, yeah. Okay, so of course they do this little deal. Cash for, you know, feral wine. And he steals a couple of jugs. He sells it to the boys. Of course, you knew where this was going to go. And how stereotypical is this drug dealer look? Oh. I it, mean, is it
1: almost obnoxious? The saggy jeans that don't fit at all. You know, the hair, that the the crooked Big hat, jacket. You know. Wads um, of cash at all times.
0: Yeah, and... Okay, what was the conversation about? Is that a boy or a girl?
1: I was very intrigued by that because I just thought it was a girl the entire time. Me they too. didn't make it look like he was a man or anything. And then they, if just anything, I out. thought
0: it was an attractive female.
1: I thought she was very attractive, and I was
0: like, "Is that a man?" And I was like, "What is he talking about?" And I was like, "Huh?" And,
1: and then it's just the awkward conversation. I mean, he's a she. She's a pretty he. Does it really matter?
0: Yeah, I was like really kind of a curveball. So know? I don't know
1: if they were just trying to, to jump on the transsexual situation that's going on yeah. now. Was there an agenda? I don't think so.
0: I just, uh, I don't know. It, it, it really kind of was like, huh? You know, but whatever. And they didn't
1: even zoom in on her when they said it. They just yeah, showed her once you set this up, give feet me a visual, away on the
0: bed. You know, I mean, I'm looking for an animal app, but you're not close enough for me to see I it. mean, I'm
1: pulling out a magnifying glass to go on the show to try to see what she looks like <laughs> at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah, nah. uh, uh, mm, I didn't get it, but whatever. So anyway, so we saw this one. So the boy goes to his party. I'm going to go ahead and tell you something right now. I have experience with moonshine. Okay. Okay. I have, uh, you know, unfortunately I was one of the guys in college that was able to watch a man we kind of coaxed into a situation much like this show with a small little jar, mason jar of it. And this is the kind of stuff basically where if you sipped it, it's like pure gasoline. It's fire. I mean, it's your throat's on fire. You're, if consi- you're considering your future that mm-hmm. night because it's that bad. This man is popping this jug up like it's
1: Water. drinking apple
0: juice and he's five.
1: I mean, everyone's screaming chug and he's magically able to drink I'm it. I'm sorry. That right there, I was like,
0: BS, give me a break. No way. You know what I mean?
1: That's three-fourths gone. Yeah. I was like. And why is no one else taking a tug from it? I'm like, was How is no one else intrigued by Farrow Wine? I. It, it kind of bothered me because, I mean, realistically, I
0: mean, just smelling the mason jar will light you up. Yeah. I mean, just, that's just smelling it. To Much less to try to turn one up. You would be on the floor in agony. Not you're, because of the alcohol. You would just be because of the burn and the
1: sensation. And you're not walking home. No. You're, you're not walking out the, you're down the You're smelling that kind of stuff.
0: You didn't make it out the house. You know, there's just, it ain't happening.
1: He's still at the bottom of the steps, and people are stepping over him, if he's lucky. Oh, yeah. He was a corpse before he left the living room. Oh, yeah. I mean, so,
0: that right there, I was like, guys, you know, have y'all ever tasted moonshine <laughs> before you made this scene? I mean, are you kidding me? So, you can't tell me they have some kind of refined technique where it's smooth, you know? No. I'm nothing's sorry. Making- it's clear. It is pure, okay? So, anyway, that was, a, like, grr, a little bit of spot there, but... You know, yeah, so, all right, this guy, he's going to, the, like you said, walks home, which is hilarious, strolls up into the house, where have you been? You been drinking? I mean, like,
1: really? Just completely ignoring him. Yeah. And I didn't know that that was the cold guy for a while.
0: No, I thought that was a, you know, it was a kind of a unique connection, small world, mm-hmm. you know, kind of stuff. And, but the whole, one second I am so wasted and I'm so damaged and I'm spitting up blood and chunks of chunks. something.
1: I don't... I'm sticking with stomach lining or something. Yeah, I mean and then grabs I don't a knife.
0: Wanna know, but it turns to I'm gonna grab a knife and become violent. Four or five years stabs. Yeah. Like he he's not just not like a one time it. shock. It's a, you're going down, dad. <laughs> you know? But, Give me my allowance. Yeah. Um and so on. That's another thing, okay. Uh he got stabbed four times in the admin. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is one of those things where you, if you have a paramedic friend, and he likes to tell you the complete inaccuracy of all people who die and you know stabs and shot and da da da, mm-hmm. he has t- had a man walk to the hospital from two miles away who was stabbed somewhere in the neighborhood of thirty five times.
1: Was he it walked
0: to the hospital? Was, it was he stabbed in the stabbed abdomen, by. His back, his arm, everything like that, bleeding everywhere? Walked to the hospital and was able to be out in two days hmm. um, with a kitchen knife because of his girlfriend was mad at him because she thought he was cheating. Dad takes four shots to the gut and he is dead and bloody on the floor. Like, I mean, almost Gutted. instantaneous. I, that drives me
1: crazy.
0: It's just like I don't know how many times I've harped when you see somebody who gets shot once and they're a cold fish <laughs> before they hit the ground. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean that. I mean, come on. I mean, my paramedic friend Chris. He, he's told me sometimes where he's dealt with gunshot wounds and so. And this guy's been shot three or four times in the chest cavity. You know, he's coughing up blood, but he's talking to you, and he's scared, but he's talking to you. I'm like. I see a guy who gets winged on the shoulder blade and he's on the floor dead as a hammer. And he's like, no, you know, bottom line, you die from that stuff from bleeding. You don't die because you got a hole in you. Okay. You Okay. Know I mean? I'm just like, oh. so I appreciate the ones that take it serious and make it authentic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: And make, his, make him stab somewhere vital. Like, let's get lungs or the heart into it.
0: Yeah, okay. You take one in the chest. You're going to fall. You're down. You're done. You know, there's one to the throat. You're, you're grabbing your throat. You're laying there. You're going to bleed. You're know, you, I mean, you're taking four or five shots to the belly. You know, like what, what, what was obvious is what he did right there. You're yeah. just going to be bleeding. You better get something to get somewhere. You don't lay on the floor and just spew out and just be like, man eh, I'm done.
1: The only thing I can say is no one called the ambulance.
0: Well, not only that. The guy didn't make a sound. He's on the floor going, okay, I'm dead. I mean, I mean, I feel like I'm harping on this situation, but I mean, really? If you just got stabbed four times, are you going to lay there quietly?
1: After the first one, three doors down, is going to know that something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. They're, they're waiting yeah. for the dog to start barking.
0: Right. You know, and Dad didn't make much of a def- defense when it no. came to the guy coming at him. I mean, after the first one, I'm making some moves. I might not be uh, before the first one. As soon as
1: the dice grab, there's a defensive stance at least.
0: Yeah, <laughs> even if you don't believe it's your, you know, your boy who's going to do it. But uh, So anyway, we're, we're going to get off this harpy situation. Uh, you know, of course they they come get him and he's scared to death. And you know he didn't kill his mama. I guess thank the Lord. And of course, the only information he gets is he he was drinking Faro wine. But then he doesn't communicate this. And I guess his whole purpose here is is that he doesn't want there to be a connection to the Pharaohs to help motivate the police to have more resources put towards getting them off this mountain. Is, is there I more
1: resources for the police? Do I? I said, are, is there more resources for the well, police? Well, yeah, I to guess go you there? could
0: say. I mean, you could say if there's a murder, you could incorporate you know state police, you could incorporate FBI, you could do other things that could help facilitate people going onto that mountain. Yeah, and so. But he, I think this, you know, the sheriff is just trying to prevent people from dying.
1: And he definitely doesn't want to go up there because yeah. that was, because he ended up saying meth.
0: Yeah. And so I really feel like it's going to become that inevitable thing. You know, we're going to have like, you know, excavators and equipment going up there and there's going to be war and there's going to be, uh, you know, different kinds of situations where, you know, the Pharaoh's are going to come down and try to destroy camps and, you know, equipment. And it's going to be really kind of a unique situation. Um, and that's when we're
1: going to find the deputy sheriff's connection with the Farrells.
0: Yeah. There's, there's going to be something to it where, you know, he's trying to play the, you know, the mediator to prevent deaths on both sides. Cause he just sees it's inevitable. Um, and of course, and it leads to the whole of them trying to go get guns. And of course, you know, like we talked about him, you know, trying to kill his mom which he fails horribly, which is ridiculous. And then the, the guy who came back, you know, he, he grabs his stuff. looks like he's going to leave and then changes his mind again um
1: and how do you find the backpack so perfectly
0: yeah he put a few rocks on it and some leaves but he's been there what in that cage what six weeks at least you know it must be a nice bag yeah i mean his stuff looks spotless
1: nothing in it rain apparently hasn't happened you
0: know i just you know nice and dry you get quality i mean but anyway (laughs) I guess, he, of course, he changes his mind, and we have another prophecy scene as he burns yeah. everything of his normal life.
1: See, and I thought that was going to be like a flashback to the opening scene, to where we were going to see him walk back out into the town and everything, and it was just a different one, like you said.
0: No, yeah, it was just a completely, you know, just an add-on. You know, it wasn't anything to connect to the dots with that situation. Just a man who was struggling with his past and where he was, and this was the easy way out to change his mind because he saw some wolves, you know? Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm hoping that that prophecy and all that mystical and seeing things doesn't become integral to the story because I think that's going to hurt it.
1: I don't think it's going to help it because this isn't a world where we believe in magic or anything.
0: No, it, they, they're gone. They've gone so far in detail to make it look realistic to what it is. When you throw, start throwing that other stuff in there, it just, I think it takes away from it.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. if maybe if we had Native Americans or something, I would feel a little bit more comfortable with all the premonitions and prophecies.
0: Yeah. I, I just, right now it, it's just thin and if they keep it up, I hope that they're, it becomes with something that makes it tangible, more realistic, or at least a, you know.
1: A reason for it to be in the show.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, and so the show closes out, you know, kind of uniquely, um, you know, Dave Morris is kind of in charge. Things have changed. The people are skeptical. Um, you know, the sheriff is, you know, realizing that things are coming to a head. Um, or of course, right before the ending, chopping homeboys fingers off. Oh, okay. You know, they realize that a couple jars are missing. It doesn't take him no time to figure out who, who did it, who the shyster is, and I, I was like, "Are they really going to take this guy's whole hand off?"
1: That's what I was expecting. I, I was, was like, waiting Are we for have the whole a hand. False
0: Rick Grimes hair, and just take a complete handoff. You know, and and I, I know did. you're not the
1: smartest kid, but you're just going to put the money directly beside your bed.
0: Yeah, considering nobody's got really what I would call a home on that mountain, it was kind of kind of surprising. Yeah, it was a little easy.
1: I mean, old homeboys got the rocks back there for six weeks with his backpack. <laughs> yeah, well, he put some thought into it. Yeah, it? and so, so you know, but two jars, two fingers—that seems reasonable. Eye for an eye. Uh, uh,
0: I guess you know. It, I mean, I'm sorry. I, don't, I guess he was just that accurate with his axe, or was a he problem. was just just lucky. Common sense, you know.
1: Because my first thought was, where, where's a couple other nubs? Cause it's just two clean fingers slitting on the stone.
0: Yeah, uh, I think it's one of those things where, like, how do we get to this really cool scene we can do? And but we didn't really think about the repercussions of the scene or how we, you know, that kind of stuff. It's
1: very anti-climatic.
0: Yeah, you know. So, and uh, that's also
1: your protege moonshiner. Yeah. Do exactly. we really want to be damaging our most profitable thing? <laughs>
0: Well, you know, they don't do anything for profit, you know. Not necessarily
1: for profit, but they only do this twice a year. That
0: kind of surprised me as well. You know, how many think how many people is in this group? You think maybe forty? Yeah, I would say somewhere between thirty and fifty. You know, somewhere in that yeah. range like that. You know, that's a lot of jars of moonshine. But I, I could imagine if you got thirty-four people who partake. And I don't see them drinking anything else. No, so I thought that was kind of unique. I don't know. And then they didn't believe in guns. I thought that was kind of strange, but I guess they had their reasons and then now they are going to have guns.
1: But they didn't really have any weapons either. Like, are they hunting? Or they don't look much like foragers.
0: Uh, You know, I don't know. Well, I mean, the Ryan Hurst character, Little Foster, he was covered in like, you know animal skins yeah but i mean
1: i didn't see any bow and arrows or traps laying around
0: no i don't i just don't know i guess they didn't go to that point of really showing how they survive you know like that you know we saw the music we saw their wine but we never saw what they were eating
1: yeah we saw a lot of details of the just actual living but how they get to live yeah something no i took
0: that back we did see that somebody made brit Okay. And bread. She
1: had bread. I don't know where the bread came yeah, from. Yeah. Well, she said she made it. Okay.
0: She grew the they wheat. Went to the grocery store down there and robbed it. They got sugar, flour, yeast, and all that stuff. So, I you mean, know, they're doing their thing, you know.
1: And that bread scene was interesting. That was something that tied his character back into the clan a little bit better it did
0: it did so there, there's some emotion attached to this character that people were very upset that he was gone and went the way he did and to come back people aren't just ready to open their arms and accept so no um yeah, and that's that's why i say it's, it's so reminiscent of so many things like i've seen on sons of anarchy and so on you know you know i mean like one of their major characters leaves and he decides to come back and and this person does his own thing and comes back, you know, it's just, you know, it's just another antagonist to the story, which creates that drama, which I enjoy, you know, I guess in today's world, it is just really, really hard to have an original idea, you know, when it comes to what creates the hook for drama.
1: There's not many original ideas left out there. It's just how can you combine them and make them your own?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. How do you think the show closed out? Did you?
1: wasn't the strongest, just because I felt like it would have been a little bit stronger if it did go to a flashback from the opening scene or something. Right. But there's a lot of cliffhangers building up.
0: Yeah. You know, the thing that was kind of surprising to me was is that what made me enjoy the end of the show so much was the series of previews of what's going to happen for the season. I mean, they went through, like, nine or ten things. And I'm going to tell you one thing that just keeps ringing in my mind. There was a scene where you see Ryan Hurst up against a car and you see, like, bullet fire going through the car, mm-hmm. going I, I, exiting the door right by him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can only think of maybe, maybe two movies or anything I've ever seen the realism of somebody shooting a gun at a car and the bullet actually going through it and they show it. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you seen it where, you know, a hole goes in, you never see anything come out on the other side? Like, they're completely safe behind the doors.
1: Oh, well, uh, everyone knows that. You're completely safe behind a car door that's aluminum.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm a Miss Brothers guy. I like to watch Miss Brothers, and, you know, and they show how a standard uh, a handgun goes, through goes and through completely the through a door, a seat, another seat, and the other door, you know, and like Swiss cheese. You know, it's then amazing. And then once they put up the, the
1: sniper rifle, the, the car didn't stand a chance.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, and so that is awesome to me. That, that just shows me that they've got people, prop masters, special effects people on hand
1: doing detail are doing it right.
0: And that stuff, man, that did that's, you know, that's what gets me going. You know, that's what starts my track. That's what gets rocking. That's what, you know, I will be drooling and salivating to see, how they can make it look real and it'd be so different than what you're used to. You know, we're not going to have these situations where they get shot and die like a dead fish. We're not going to have it where a car blows up with one gunshot, you know, one gunshot to it. You know, it's going to carry its weight to make you see, you know, you go see people scared and fear and you know. And that's what I'm excited about.
1: I'm mean, like that's going to be really good and I'm really hoping that the Little Foster, Asa, Guinevere love triangle doesn't really pop up. I know it's going to. It's
0: going to. Yeah, there's going to be no doubt. I mean, they've already started, you know, poking that bear with how, how you let that woman talk like that. How you gonna let her do this, this, and this? You know, she's gonna, she's gonna foil away from them just because old daddy. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. and since the other guy is kind of the, you know, the prodigal son return as the prophecy says, you know, that, you know because the devils are coming, you know, he's becoming the main character. That's why I say I'm just really, really surprised. You know, I mean, just like Sons of Antiquary, he's the Jax teller. He's the guy who's going to become up, you know. And that's uh, it's not what I expected.
1: Well, I think Big Foster isn't going to make it by the end of the season. I know David <sighs> that's Moore's That's a bold season. prediction. I know he's the main headliner and everything.
0: Yeah, he's first name on the credits.
1: But there's just something off about him that just doesn't fit to with the show. To make him
0: the bad guy. At the level he's a bad guy right now, you say bad guy. You can just say he's, he's just on, a bad, bad guy. Like he's just not yeah, doing it just, well. You know, of all the character, he's bad karma. You yeah. know, he's just, you know, the one you don't want to be around or associated with. And so it it is kind of surprising to make if your head guy is not one that is revered, you know, for the entire show. It's just, it's kind of a different recipe. And that's why I think it's risky, you know, because it puts a bad taste in my mouth, puts a bad taste in your mouth. And probably a lot of other people. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know how it's going to go. But uh, I say, I say, we call it right there, man. Just look forward to next week.
1: I think so. I'm really excited to see where this is going to go. Yeah,
0: there's no doubt, guys. Like I said, you can always send us your comments. We got we're T V podcast at Gmail. We got T V podcast you know on Twitter as well as a facebook page send us some comments let us know what's going on let us know about our new host cash you know uh, this is his uh, second pod with us um uh, he really enjoys it. we're enjoying having him we're, you know it's awesome that we're getting to expand our pod and our brand and looking to add more uh, to it and more hosts and more shows and because People keep asking for it, and we're finally able to make it happen. Uh, so if you can give us any any input, let us know. Uh, you got a time to give us a positive review on iTunes, Stitcher, any of those things. We're all on every one of the major ones. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. And uh, Or if you want to give us some criticism or some help, hit us up on Facebook on this page. Just let us know what you what you, liked, you didn't like, or what you'd like to hear, or anything else. Uh, but other than that, I'll we call it night. This is Bleed TV. I'm Zach. This is Cash. And we're out. <coughs>